Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. We both got the Athleta magazine because we're obsessed with Athleta. And we both cut out the exact same quote from the Athleta magazine and put it on our vision board. And Liz. Don't give up on your ideas. Be patient, but be persistent. Start small and stay true to who you are no matter what. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And today we are coming at you bright and early. Per usual. With a very exciting episode. We're kind of Per usual. We're kind of coming off a high. Like we just had our big Thursday episode come out. Like we're twice a week girlies now. Yeah. And we are back to the grind, back to the podcast. As always. To bring you this amazing Tuesday episode. Mm-hmm. So we have the segments you love, and none of the segments you hate. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna get into it. We were actually just working before we started recording. Elizabeth and I are doing a little arts and crafts project, Mm -hmm. and we have been working on vision boards. I've never made a vision board in my life. Have you? Never. No. And I got a new um, business mentor who's this like super like just boss babe. She owns all these like men's health clinics, and she told me to do a vision board. And she's super successful. And I was like, okay. I mean, just like a photo of her could be my my entire vision board. So (laughs) if she does it, I also will do it. And it's just fun to like, you know, you even like take it a step further. So you like put your goals on a board. So like, for example, like I wanted to be I want to be verified on Instagram. So like Mm. I put like the car mom and then I put a little verified check mark next to it. So I can like like, photoshopped it. Well, yeah. So you can like Mm -hmm. visually see it. Yeah, that's cool. So what's cool about the vision boards, like they're definitely not just car mom based. Like it's car mom life, family, home. Mm -hmm. And I don't really know if it's like a per year thing because I'm definitely like not trying to accomplish all these things this year because I put like this like beautiful large house on it, which like I don't see happening. I don't I don't think that's the point of a vision. Well, like I I don't I think you're supposed to dream bigger on a vision board. I agree. So I I don't think you're supposed to put things that you think you're going to accomplish this year. It's just sort of no. It's not like a goals list. It's like no. so. And I think I'll just it's like keep this vision board until I feel like I'm time to do another vision board. Well, I think you can have multiple vision boards too. Like I kind of like the idea of doing like one a year. Oh, I see. Five. But like, yeah. But you might have s- the same things on. Yeah. 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 It's, um, I can't remember what it was. I think it was like, have you ever seen the documentary, The Secret? No. Well, it's a book and then it became like a documentary and it's all about like putting things out into the universe and then having them like come back and come true. And there was this one guy who made a vision board or girl, I can't remember. It's been years since I saw it, but someone like made a vision board and then they moved, they like over the years, they like moved houses, like they did all this stuff and they were cleaning out their attic or something and found one of his, his old vision boards. And on his vision board was the house that they were currently living in. That's crazy. So that's what I mean. Like the, the your first vision board, that beautiful house you have on it right now, yeah. you could have 80 vision boards after that. And then you find that one and it's like the house like that had to be like such a wild coincidence. But 
that's when I was like, oh, it could be, it could be real. No, so my mentor, Amy, so she was telling me that when she did this, she'd been making them for years. She's always yeah. done it. Three months before she got married, she found one of her old vision boards. Uh-huh. On the vision board, there was this house at the Lake of the Ozarks, like a huge house, like yeah. huge dock, huge boat. And it was like literally someone's house and she had it on her vision board. That house belonged to the groomsman in her wedding. Oh, my gosh. I so just, just like chills. kind yeah. of like the same. I don't know. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, I think just I have some things. Well, I guess we can talk about what's on our vision board. Yeah, like, sure. for example, one of the things on my vision board is the um, 100,000 subscribers YouTube plaque yeah. when you get a hundred thousand subscribers you youtube sends you um a silver plaque so go subscribe to our youtube channel and we're at like we're in the 60s right now so i'm like that's a very attainable like of yeah. course then i want the million subscribers but i'm like that feels like something i can check off and then i also have like you know a trip to tulum on my vision board why like why not and then like health girly like aspirations it is um, kind of fun to like just because I'm not finished with mine. You're not finished either. Mm-hmm. Like we still have some more stuff to cut out. And I do think I'm not going to be scared to put my wildest dreams on there. No, because I also I don't have to share it with anybody. Like I honestly no. probably won't even share it on Instagram because I just like want it to be. I don't want. Yeah, it, it feels very personal and very much yeah. a look into like your life yeah. and your brain. And so, yeah, I don't really think it's something you have to share because I don't want you to ever be like, well, that's a bit out, that's a bit outlandish. Or like, yeah. I'm not oh, gonna, you didn't. I'm not yeah. going to cut that one out. Like whatever you're feeling. But I think like such a good project for whatever season of your life that you're in, even if it's like you're not where you want to be, which who is honestly, yeah. like just put on a vision board like what you want to accomplish. And like it sounds so cliche, but like go get some magazines. I, I Yeah, that's what we I did. Picked up, we picked up multiple magazines and when I was scanning through them in the store. I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to get out of here. But then when I just like sat down and like read through the magazine, I was like, what's just like jumping out at me? Mm-hmm. And then I can't believe how like the whole board just came together. Yeah. So homework assignment. Vision boards. Vision boards. We're all, oh. doing, we're all doing it. And the funniest thing. So I just saw Elizabeth Elizabeth's vision board. <laughs> we both got <laughs> This is kind of embarrassing. We both got the Athleta magazine because we're obsessed with Athleta. Mm -hmm. So we get the magazine. Yeah. And we both cut out the exact same quote from the Athleta magazine and put it on our vision board. (laughs) Read the quote. Don't give up on your ideas. Be patient, but be persistent. Start small and stay true to who you are no matter what. Which I'm so happy we both cut that out because... I feel like we've been talking about that a lot, like as of late. Yeah. And just like a good reminder to have that at our forefront. Always. I agree. Okay. We have to get into today's episode. We have have things to do. Yes, we do. So we're about to have the millennial word of the day. But before we do that, I want to give a shout out to today's sponsor of the episode, which is Keen's Stroller Wagon. That is K-E-E-N-Z stroller wagons the original stroller wagons and i'm so excited that they are continuing to sponsor the podcast because Mm -hmm. i am literally a keen's stan yeah we took it to the zoo four kids under three and a half thriving incredible incredible i'm telling you like you need the five point harnesses that come on the wagon are so nice because like there are a time and a place where you need to put a child in a five-point harness. So, like, the fact that we have that option is amazing. And I cannot express to you how impressed I am with how well it folds up. To be able to fit four children and to be able to fit in the back, to be able to fit in the trunk of a minivan so easily is so impressive to me. 
And I have put so many strollers in so many trunks. And the Keen's wagon, it just collapses super easily. The wheels are easy to take off if you, if you need any more room. Like I'm just super impressed with how it folds down. If you are in the market for a stroller wagon, definitely check out Keen's. They also come in a two and a four passenger, so you don't need to get like the giant four passenger wagon. If you just wanna have the flexibility to push two kids around, check out their two person option. All orders over $100 ship free and ship within 48 hours, so you will be getting it quickly. And you can use our code CARPOOL to save $50 on any stroller wagon, visit keens.us to save $50 off any stroller wagon code carpool. Thank you, love Keens. to see it. Thank we, you, Keens. We really love to see it. So okay, I think I'm excited about this word. Okay, so it's time for our millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. Today's word is gas. Which, Grayson's been our intern for two days now, and she said it multiple times yeah. so we can like vouch for like the gen z's are saying this this word. is an active word currently being used so gas i always like i understand when she says it gas means something that's like really good yeah and so i went to urban dictionary and i'm like gas like what does it mean since this is a clean podcast i have to do some spelling but it stands for good a s s s h i t oh my gosh really gas, good uh huh. <laughs> I had no idea. I know, but it, like that's awesome. Like, I, I thought it was just like fuel to the fire. Like, fuels, oh, like that's gas. gas. Like, let's go. No, I love it so much more that it's an acronym. I know it is an acronym, and I'm just like so smart. The Gen Zs are nothing if not creative. They are so creative. So, so I was proud of them. For let's that give. One. An, I want to give an example of like how Grayson used it. Okay. Um, we were at the BMW store yesterday. I was had back-to-back consultations I had not eaten. So I sent my intern, which is like what interns do to go get me a breakfast sandwich. Uh-huh. Like that falls in her job description. Correct. So I was like, go get me this breakfast sandwich. Um, and I was like, hey, whatever, and add the Chipotle mayo. So then she brings it back. She got the same thing. She goes, Kelly, it's gas. I was like, what? She's like, the breakfast sandwich is gas. It's gas. So it's it was good. good. And I can uh, I can gouge yeah. it. Was, it was gas. G-A-A-A. Uh, good. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> that's annoying. I know it's annoying, but it's gas. Okay. And that's why we have an acronym so we don't have to cuss. Thank you, Gen Z's. For keeping it clean. So let's try to fold that into our vocabulary for today's for sure. episode. Um, okay, so we have some of the segments. We have a quick little test drive. The industry news I want to bring are, I mean, Quake City, like like most of them. But like we are going to do a deep dive into all things Carvana because they have they are making my job easy <laughs> because they are yeah. drama filled. Um, but first, do you want to tell everyone where we're going this week? Yeah. So this week from Tuesday today till um, Thursday, we are going to Wisconsin. I think. We think for the Midwest Automotive Media Association. Uh, what is like? What's it called? It's, it's a it's a drive event. Yeah, it's they're called their spring rally. Spring rally. That's so right. There's like different. So we were members of Mama, <laughs> which is like so cute that it's called Mama because like Car Mom, Mama, Mama. Yeah. Midwest Automotive Media Association. So it's a bunch of different like publications, journalists, YouTubers who belong to this. So we get access to some like um, online events and things like that. But this is like their big in-person mm-hmm. event. It's at this racetrack in Wisconsin, and all the manufacturers come. Well, mm-hmm. most of the manufacturers come. There's a lot. There's Honestly, a good lineup. basically a better list than some of the auto shows, because yeah. Mazda will be there, Honda will be there, Acura will Mitsubishi be there, will Mitsubishi be. will be there, and they haven't been at the auto shows, so I'm excited. Uh-huh. And we just get, you can like go on these racetracks and go to all these lunches, and there's all these events. I think some people use it as like a little like summer camp. Mm-hmm. We'll be there too. 
work to to work, work, our, work, 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 work to work, work our booties off i looked yeah. at the vehicle list i literally sent liz how many cars i sent you 12 Probably, you, you sent me too many cars actually i there's no i don't know how we're gonna get Should them I all read done them? in a day but what i'm trying to accomplish yeah you can read what we're trying to accomplish i just don't want to anyone to be disappointed if we can't get to them right well so no. we also have no idea what we're getting ourselves into like like most of these yeah, I know. we'll be sure to bring a solid recap because yeah we don't know um what what we're walking into. Yeah. But anyway, here's the list of cars I'm excited about. BMW i4, F-150 Lightning, Expedition, Silverado, Bolt, Kia EV6, Kia Sportage Hybrid, Dodge Durango, Jeep Grand Cherokee Hybrid, Jeep Grand Cherokee L, Black Limited, Pacific, Pinnacle Hybrid, Forester, Acura MDX, GV70, Mazda CX-50, Volvo XC40. So many. Oh, and Outlander. Cars. Yeah. And the Outlander. That's like the number one. Everyone, we have, we've gotten so many requests on YouTube to do the Mitsubishi yeah. Outlander. And what's fun is we're driving to this event. So well, that's kind of fun. Liz, stop. You're just, so much more excited about the seven hour drive than I am. I am. I, I, I don't like airports. I don't like flying. Like I feel so much more control when I'm driving. It's a seven hour drive. And I told you last time, the problem was. It's a two-hour flight and a two-hour drive to get to the place. Mm -hmm. So by the time we do that and you add in travel and going through security and renting a car and doing all of that, we're going to make out ahead. I promise you. And it will allow us to bring car seats and whatnot. So I'm really excited. looks like they have a lot of good lineups. Um, Yeah, like there's luncheons, there's press events, there's all the things. So a lot of the manufacturers will be there. We need to bring our business cards. Yeah. What are we going to wear? What oh is the vibe, gosh, Elizabeth? What are we gonna wear? I think we go do an Athleta haul, and I think we are just athleisure girlies. Athleta, if you want to sponsor us, that would be so great. No, like literally <laughs> so great. <laughs> like this episode is brought to you by Renew Tanks. Yeah, literally. No, we need to go. I think athleisure is the, is, is the move. Okay, I, I agree. feel like they don't have the right shoes for athleisure all the mm-hmm. time, and they said have to wear closed-toed shoes on the racetrack. Obviously, so we have to maybe think about shoes. We can maybe brainstorm with that at a later date for sure okay okay so anyway that's what we have coming up this week super excited just like to get back on the road together me too it's yeah. been a minute me too it'll be good well it's been a little bit we just came back from auto show anyway i think i digress we will give a full recap and a full update um when we come back and obviously follow the Carmen over on instagram for some bts of the mama event exactly kel i think it is time for our test drive i know i'm excited and look i know our test drives have been very seltzer heavy lately but it's only because the alcohol companies keep coming out with so many and i feel like it's our job to tell you if it's worth if it's gas or not no 100 and we are self-proclaimed um seltzperts yeah seltzer experts and it's something we we take seriously so And I just feel like if I can save you $16 on a variety pack, like that's a service that I feel, I feel like I have to bring. And this one even more so. So we are going to be test driving the Spritz Society Seltzers. Now, these come in a four pack and they are $16 for a four pack. Can I give a little background? Please. Okay. So Spritz Society is started by Girl With No Job and her husband, Claudia and Ben Soffer, who are part of the Morning Toast. Morning Toast is like this millennial morning show podcast. They come out five days a week. They are truly doing the most. Yeah, um, It's a podcast I like. And they came up with these wine-based seltzers. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's called Spritz Society. It's a spritz. It's not a seltzer. So like some of these other seltzers, and we've talked about this, when they're malt-based. 
So they're like a malt liquor versus this is a wine-based one. So the only ingredients in it are carbonated water, white wine, natural flavors, cane sugar, citric acid, wine specialty. Not sure what that means. 120 calories, five sugar, seven carbs, 6% ABV. And they have four flavors. We only have two because we're kind of girls on a budget. I mean, if you're going to be $16 for a four pack, like... I mean, the, the we got eight for $32. Shout out to my friend Mackenzie, who lives in Chicago, and snagged these for us yeah, because you can only get them in a few. They ship, but you can only buy them in store in like four or five states. So. And I just like haven't entered the stage in my life where I can buy food online. No, it doesn't seem right. Like I do like I love like the little cook unity meals that like uh-huh. gets but like that's a full meal. But like for me to like make it part of my grocery list routine to have to go to a specific website to buy a specific thing. Yeah. I'm not doing that. That's the other thing too. Yeah. I don't so, have the headspace. So anyway, we have two I mean maybe I mean maybe they'll be worth it. We'll find out. That's we, true. we haven't tried them. So did we say what flavors we I have? I don't think we've said it yet. So we have blood orange and grapefruit. Their other flavors are lemonade and pineapple, which I'm gonna be honest, I wish we had pineapple, but uh-huh. That's okay. So Liz is starting with Liz is starting with the blood orange, and I'm starting with the grapefruit. Okay. It's so. Wait, what do you think? I think it's good, but it's like a lot of alcohol for how early it is right now. <laughs> because it tastes like wine. Like I definitely am tasting the wine. I thought it was really good. Grapefruit's out of control. Good. I think that's one of the best grapefruit cocktails I've ever had. Great. They're both very, very good. I'm tasting a lot of white wine. No, I would agree. Like, I took a swig. Yeah. I was thinking it was like mom water vibes when it was like, mm, didn't really get much. Oh, got a little. Yeah, no, that was. But if you, mom water was 4.5. This is 6%. No, so, okay. I would like to apologize for my initial reaction. It's fantastic. Do not get me wrong. I think if it were like, let's set the vibes, like, right, right. I'm on my deck that I don't currently have. I'm on a deck. I it's these are ice cold. It's a beautiful day. Maybe poured in a glass. Maybe poured in a glass over ice. Maybe. I don't know. And I'm just like sitting out on a beautiful day. Oh, my gosh. That will. That's gas. 100%. It's gas. So um, it does just it tastes like it tastes like a sparkle. It tastes like sparkling wine. It tastes like, yeah, it tastes like it's a it wine is. spritzer. Yeah, which it is. Yeah. So very much not a seltzer, very much a wine spritzer. But I kind of like that it has like a little bit more i don't even want to say thickness but kind of thickness you know it's like uh, a seltzer is like so much carbonation and like wateriness this is like carbonated wine and you know what's fun is the color it's orange or pink or yellow so like it's aesthetically pleasing if you like put it in a wine glass oh okay that kind of makes it fun it's like an aperol spritz but like it is very good. No, it's very good. Do I think it's worth $16 for a four pack? That's where I'm like, eh. 16 bucks for a four pack. So what is that? That's more than. That's like $4 a can. $4 a can. Yeah. But also, I'm torn. if you if you consider like because it is wine, you would easily buy a $16 bottle of wine. And if you get four of them. Yeah. So. I, it, for seltzers, it's expensive. For wine, wine it's, it's not. not. Yeah. Okay. So. so anyway, that was our quick little test drive. I've I've been dying to try them since I always hear them talk about it on the morning toast. If you are in the state, they're in California, they're Texas, in a lot of states. Illinois, Florida, and New York. Yeah. So five. Hey, but you can also order online. Where I don't and think you can order online. Oh, update. Mom Water and I have been DMing. Oh. Yeah. They're first of all, they're carpool fans now, <gasps> so we love to see it. And they said they're working with a distributor from Missouri. Oh, cool. Yeah, so things are happening. Good, good, good. Love to see that. Okay, Liz, are you ready for some hot goss? Of course. Okay, industry news is 
so juicy today. It's all about Carvana and what the flap is going on. Tea. Have you kind of like seen that they're just like doing the most, but in a way doing the least? Yes, like very much like Hamas Express kind of giving me like big Theranos vibes. Who's Theranos? Um, have you not seen the new Hulu show, The Dropout? No. Okay, Cal, but it's Theranos. Let me give let me give a brief description on what this is for okay. those of you who don't know. So Theranos is this um medical tech company started by this female CEO entrepreneur Elizabeth Holmes. Oh yeah. And she basically it was basically a giant fraud and she built up this like billion dollar company. Steve Jobs was her like she loves Steve Jobs like she never met him or anything but like she was trying to be the female Steve Jobs and so she just like was building the business without a legitimate product that worked and it went all the way that her product was in Walgreens and they were taking blood samples from people and then sending them to her labs and her labs were diluting the blood and sending false information back to oh actual Wait, patients. So, it, so it's a documentary. It's well no, it's a uh show based on it's her. It's a show based on her like what's you know, it called? You know Karen from um Mean Girls? Yeah. She plays the girl. Oh. And she's like, she always dresses in black. Like she lowered her voice. Like she talks like this, even though this is not what her real voice is, to try and like be more respected. And anyway, it's like this huge scandal and like the lawsuits are still going on right now. Um, because they, it all like came to the ground in set in 2017, so it's still like fairly new. But um, basically, she like it, at the end of the show, it says that she's like ruined. Um, she has like women CEOs in Silicon Valley still have a very hard time being trusted after what she did because no one wants to trust women okay, in the well, field. That's now. annoying. Super annoying. I'm not sure that like that tracks, but I'll have to watch it. Super annoying. But um, yeah, anyway, so it's giving me like big Theranos vibes, like wants to be um, Jeff Bezos and is like trying so hard, and, but like isn't doing anything right. Yeah. So today I just kind of want to give like a little bit and I promise you guys like this is interesting. This is interesting. And like this is what you should bring up at your next adult gathering mm-hmm. because like you're going to want to have this information. And I've read close to probably 10 different articles and I've kind of like compiled compiled like what I want to chat to you about today and that's what mm-hmm. we're going to do. So first let's just talk about who owns Carvana. Carvana is owned by like a father-son duo basically. Ernie Garcia, Ernie Garcia the third. It's like okay. Ernie Garcia the dad. The second I suppose. I guess. I'm not really sure. Anyway, one of the one of the major shareholders slash owners of Carvana did you know he's a convicted felon? Oh. In 1990 he pled guilty to a felony bank fraud charge for his role in the Lincoln Saving and Loan Association. Collapse. Oh my gosh. So I mean don't really have the details of it but like convicted felon. Like within business too. So within, like no, you and within, know. And within auto. Within auto loans too. Yeah. So it's just like Hmm. So do you really care about helping people if you're a convicted felon for fraud or like, are we just after a buck? That's what we have to ask ourselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Carvana has been around since about 2012, right? Mm-hmm. Never had a profitable year. Oh my gosh. We hate to see it. Carvana is after market share. Carvana's business model from what I'm gathering is if we can sell enough cars and get enough of the market share, eventually we will turn a profit. That is proving to be harder than they originally thought. Mm-hmm. Carvana went public in 2017, meaning that like people could start buying stocks. Um, and it has not really. They've had some ups 
and lately they've had some serious downs. So just recently they take a they took a really aggressive measure to turn things around and they laid off 2500 employees or 12% of their workforce. And the gossip is it happened in a pre-recorded Zoom. Oh my god. They gosh. like send it to you if you were fired. And what's crazy is they the 12% that they fired were in their operations department, uh-huh. which like they need people they're not operating correctly. So you could argue, like, was that really the cut? Like, maybe we cut the marketing department. Yeah. And, like, maybe we figure out how to get people their titles because that's a whole other thing. So Carvana keeps losing titles or not. Sorry, keeps losing their dealer licenses in some states because of title issues. So they lost it in Illinois. They lost it in Florida. They lost it in Connecticut. They lost it in North Carolina. I think they got it back in North Carolina. But there are several class action lawsuits and suspended licenses because they can't get people the titles to their vehicle. And if you don't have the title to your vehicle, you can't register the car, you can't sell the car. Like you're literally S-O-L mm-hmm. if you don't have the title to their vehicle. So like they're over here being like, buy a car online, seven day trial. But like these people are never getting their titles and there's no one. I mean, you just have to call Carvana. Yeah. And like sit on 1-800 Carvana. For five yeah. ever. So it's just like so sketchy, which is like just scary when you think about like you're buying a car online and then you're stuck with this thousand dollar thing and then you don't have a title to it so it's just like sketch city big theranos vibes that's all i'm saying well, and then you're gonna lay off 12 percent of your operations team and you're gonna tell them via exactly, zoom exactly exactly elizabeth it gets so much worse so what's interesting is as they lay off 12 percent of their workforce they just spent 2.2 billion dollars to buy Odessa auction which is an auto auction mm-hmm. people are so first of all, it's like, OK, so you can't afford employees, apparently, but then you can go spend two point two billion dollars to buy this new auto auction. Mm. It's like so that's where your money spends. That's where your priorities lie. OK, this is interesting. Their acquisition of Odessa is interesting because it has people shaking or has dealers quaking in their boots because dealerships and Carvana all buy cars at auction. Yeah. And like it's not as sketchy as you think, like a lot of off lease vehicles go there. So like if you turn in your lease. Like, if you go turn in your Ford Explorer, at least Ford owns the vehicle. So then Ford sends that to auction mm-hmm. to basically to sell it. And then, like, Carvana can buy. And that's where Carvana gets all of their cars. Yeah. There's a lot of studies, which is interesting. Like, the number of people who trade in a car when they're buying a used car is a lot lower than the number of people who have a trade in when they're buying a new car. So Carvana has problems getting vehicles because they don't have nearly the trade-ins that a new car dealership does percentage-wise. They only have used cars. Because they only have used cars. When people buy used cars, they don't more likely they don't have a trait either right. because they drove the car till it died or they sell it themselves or I don't know what the numbers are, but yeah. that's just kind of the yeah. gossip. You know, they're not getting any of the good lease turn in. So like mm-hmm. they've had some trouble with some acquisitions. So anyway, so they buy Odessa, like I said, and then what gets interesting is it says Car- Carvana's pending acquisition of Odessa prompts some automakers and dealers to rethink their to rethink their relationship with the number two U.S. auction house. Because then there's all of these things where it's like, okay, so Carvana's vehicles are kind of proven to be SHIT. Mm-hmm. Like there's a ton of people who feel like their cars were not properly reconditioned. Well, yeah, certainly And not. now it's just like a little too close to home. So like now basically Carvana gets to decide which cars go through auction, what the prices are, how it's mm-hmm. ran. Like, are they going to get first dip at the car? So, like, all these dealers are like, okay, well, we might not be sending our cars there and we might not might not be doing business anymore. Yeah. So maybe, like, wasn't the best move for Carvana, but, you know, we'll have to kind of see what happens. Um. So kind of let me just give you some more, like, numbers that are just so depressing if you are Carvana. 
Okay. <laughs> I just think this is really interesting. Oh, so with addition of laying off the 2,500 employees or 12% of the workforce, the company's executive team will also forego their salaries for the remainder of the year to contribute to the severance pay for the departing employees. Oh, my gosh. For every vehicle sold in the first three months of the year, Car- Carvana lost $3,255. For every car. Wow. So it, what's crazy is like, I think like in the peak of the, I, I guess it's kind of still true today, like Carvana is paying way more for these trade-ins than the dealerships would be. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, how are they doing it? How are they doing it? Well, it's because they don't mind losing $3,000. Like, yeah. They don't care about making money right now. They don't yeah. care. They just care about getting market share. So when you don't care about making money, you can, you don't have the money to spend to have good employees, to recondition vehicles, all of yeah. these things. Yeah, that's so true. But what's interesting is if you use CarMax as a comparison, CarMax made a profit of $465 per car. Okay. So like CarMax is like kind of figuring it out. And then I think this article kind of did an interesting... Um, Comparison. So if a slick dealership focused on online sales can't turn a profit during a pandemic, how will it fare in far less forgiving environments? A lot of investors aren't sticking around to find out. Carvana has joined Netflix, Peloton, and other pandemic darlings that are now suffering COVID hangovers. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So anyway, they're just not doing good. So what's crazy is... Ernie Garcia the second and Ernie Garcia the third have lost more than eleven billion dollars combined so far this oh year. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I know. Together they have voting control of about four fifths of Carvana, whose shares have tumbled sixty percent this year through Wednesday before the company reported its first quarter loss of five hundred and six million dollars. Oh lost in one quarter. So people are saying that they. I mean, th- how do you come back from this? Well, they made some cuts, and I think they're kind of hoping that this Odessa thing kind of does it for them. They've also announced that they're going to really cut back on their marketing, which is good because, like, I just can't imagine, like, being one of these 2,500 people is a lot of people. And, like, they can't afford to pay you, they're saying, but then, like, I see all of their advertisements all over the place. Mm -hmm. And I just think, like, if you're not going to invest in the processes of the people, like, they're just not – I think they just are – they're going to tumble. I think they just kind of took everything a little too quickly. Yeah. And when I like they have a really good marketing team because like I know all this about them, but then I'll see their ads and I'm like, they come off as like very trustworthy. Like they come off very well on marketing to me. Yeah. Which is why it's, it's I'm hate. I literally just finished the dropout yesterday, but that's why it's like such Theranos vibes because Theranos was like all in the front. Like everyone loved it. Cause they're like, you can help so many people like, this is so great the product you're creating and in theory it is great yeah in theory it does work but if it doesn't actually work and if you are cutting the workforce that is dedicated to making it work then it's never actually going to go anywhere yeah so it's a little bit of like smoke and mirrors and i know i've like said openly that like you know i prefer to support local family-owned dealerships but i mean you can't argue with these numbers like yeah but i'm also like my first i mean if i really thought it was that much better and that much more trustworthy then i'd be like okay let's let's do this Mm -hmm. until the local family-owned dealerships can step up to the plate but like i just do not think you should buy a vehicle from them i do not think they have fair reconditioning I do not think you, there's a chance you won't I get your title. I don't think they there's, care about you. There's no customer service. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's not, I mean, you can also just, I mean, go ahead and look up any Carvana reviews. And I always say like, when you're looking up review, bad reviews, I think it's important to obviously take them with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. So my advice for when you're looking at bad reviews of a dealership, of Carvana, is just look for a pattern. Because like, 
you're always going to have one-off situations. But if it's a pattern of the same things happening, like if 90 people in the state of Illinois have filed complaints because they never got titles to their car, and this has happened in three other states, it's like, that's called a pattern. That is a pattern. That will probably happen to you. Yeah, if it's one-offs, it's like, well, this person just was having a bad day or someone was having a bad day. But So anyway, I thought it was pretty juicy. We'll continue to watch Carvana and... I don't know, y'all. I mean, I love just like I needed some good drama in my life. And Carvana is like so delivering. Like, I just love to see a dumpster fire. I mean, right. And like, how about their commercial when they're like, don't go to the dealership. And it's like, babe, dealership will call you back if they can't find your title on. Like, hey, babe, hey, babe, they'll fix your title. Hey, babe, they're not losing their dealer licenses. Hey, babe, they're not losing five hundred and six million dollars or laying off twenty five. So it's like kind of the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, exactly. And like the kettle's not black. So. I've never heard that saying before. Pot calling the kettle black? Yeah. What does it mean? I don't know. I think it you means... You said it so confidently. <laughs> I feel like you should know what it means. <laughs> I don't know what it means. I feel like it's like you're like making fun of me, but like really you have your own... Like you have bigger yeah. issues. Yeah. Okay. Well, Kel, I think it's time for our ditch the drive through. Let's hear it. So we are going to be using a... Um, follower submission. If you would like to leave your own dishes drive through, you can do so at 959 Carpool. That's 959 Carpool. Okay, here we go. Hi, Kelly and Liz. It's Lynn calling from Altadena, California, and I have a great ditch the drive through. It's meatball subs. You're going to get yourself a bag of frozen meatballs. Any kind will do. I recommend the Trader Joe's mini meatballs. They're delicious and a great size. Get yourself some rolls, French rolls or little Hawaiian rolls, especially if you have kids are good. Some mozzarella cheese, sliced, shredded, whatever you want, and a jar of spaghetti sauce or marinara sauce. You can cook up the meatballs per the package direction. Usually you throw them in the oven or just heat them up with your sauce on the stove. Put your rolls in the toaster, get them a little toasted. Throw the cheese, the hot meatballs in the sauce, and you're going to be good to go. If you need a side, caramel broccoli, bag salad, cut up vegetables with caramel ranch dip. You guys are going to love it. It's so delicious, and I hope you enjoy it. I mean, that sounds gas. I mean, why have I been sleeping on meatballs? Right. And Because I love meatballs. Right. But, like, I don't always want, like, spaghetti and meatballs. So, like, why have I been sleeping on a meatball sub? And, like, sounds so easy to make. So easy to make and so freaking fun and also like yeah a, a little bit of a meal prep because like obviously you make the meatballs you have hoagie rolls like yeah you could whip whip up a lunch and as minutes. quickly as a deli sandwich if you've got it all prepped and what just like a fun like little i mean that's that's a great ditch the drive through like good take on like italian without being pasta no i love it for some reason a meatball sub to me in my mind feels like something i can only get like at a subway like at a sub shop elizabeth i totally what's stopping agree. me from just doing it myself isn't it fine just these like preconceived notions why am yeah. i still drinking this i don't know we're both still drinking these spritzes it is nine in the morning <laughs> we have a problem <laughs> um no i love it so yeah, thank you so much for that submission again if you want to leave your own you can at our voicemail 959 carpool and i think that's today's episode Mm -hmm. well actually as we were talking about deli sandwiches i just want to say one more thing okay because i would just like love everyone's feedback um so deli meat do you all call it deli meat because our dad calls it flat meat yes this is elizabeth that's a family secret like i don't think we need to like be telling people how embarrassing that is that our dad goes around saying we're gonna have flat meat sandwiches for lunch today 
Yeah, it's really disturbing, actually. I don't know why it's disturbing, but I it is. I hate the term. And like, so flat me on dealerships on Saturdays, the dealership normally buys the sales staff lunch. Mm-hmm. And my dad doesn't work every Saturday. But when I was selling cars and like when he was working on a Saturday, he'd always be like, let's have flat meat. Let's have flat meat. I'm like, dad, stop saying I'm, I'm ordering Chick-fil-A or like because like like I was sometimes in charge of the lunches, obviously. It's so like we, we were having like premium uh-huh. food. But when dad came in, who, who's who got some flat meat? I'm going to go run to Schnucks and get flat meat and bread for everyone. I'm like, yeah, so oh, my everyone gosh. Everyone has to build their own like, sandwich, dad. I'm like, we're all here on a Saturday. Like I could have brought a flat meat. Look at me. I could have brought meat. I know it's, it's I could have brought a sandwich like. We're ordering pizza or ordering Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just curious if anyone else calls it anything other than deli meat or if you have heard flat meat or if that's literally only our dad. Or if there's like, yeah, something else that it's called that we're not thinking. Yeah. Flat meat sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's our episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. Please give us five stars, leave us a review, and follow us on Instagram at the Carpool. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.